This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Right now it's time to catch up on Civic Matters with Hamilton Mayor Paula Southgate, who joins me now. Good morning, Paula. Good morning, everyone. Thanks for your time this morning. Uh, you're way, way off your first council meeting for the year, but what's on your mind as you look at uh, you know going through the summer break and now you're facing 2021? Uh, what's going to be uppermost in your mind as you go into that first meeting? Oh, look, it's going to be a very big year because, of course, we worked very hard just before Christmas on the long-term plan draft and getting that together and in some kind of position that we could put it to the public. So in the last week and a half when I have been back at work, we've been looking at how we communicate that, how we write it up and uh, so that people can understand what the key issues that we're wanting feedback on. Because it's really, really important to me, this long-term plan that I get, um, the greatest number of people engaging with the plan as possible. When you say that, though, I mean, is this, is this a different approach than perhaps what is it one that other mayors might have had in the past? Are you, are you oh, concentrating a bit more on the detail as far as that goes? Well, I think what's more important to me is that I don't have a particular project of any sort that is my uh, my pet project, as some might describe it. Um, there are some things I support, there's some things that I'm less keen on. But what I'm really keen on and have been ever since I ran for mayor is that, that we should be one of the most engaged councils in the country. Uh, local government in general has a poor reputation for the way that it reaches out to its communities. Um, and I want to do better than that. I want to get it becoming more normal to engage in the issues that affect your lives from, from a council point of view. So um, staff have been charged with finding ways to reach widely into the community and say, well, look, you know, this is what we're planning in your area or this is what we're planning for recreational parks. What do you think? And so they can really get into um, the idea that they can talk backward and forward. Um, we have a saying for the campaign that started last year, share your voice, shape your city, and that kind of sums it up for me. People need to start talking with us about how they want their cities to be. It is a hard thing for uh, average citizens to get their head around such big thinking stuff, though, isn't it? Most of us don't contemplate things in, in terms of a long-term plan, and, and it is, um, I guess, a bit of an uphill climb to get people to really get their heads around that and to feel like they are engaged. I think it, I think you're right. In, in large part, some, some of the long-term plans in the past, some of which, of course, in my, uh, my time at Regional Council have been, I've been part of, have been fundamentally quite heavy planning type documents and a little bit, dare we say, boring, uh, even if they're important but boring. Uh, but yet behind those, there are so many fantastic stories to be told. If you take one, for example, that's coming up in our plan, that would be um, the vision that we shared with people last year around creating a, a, a river city that people love to visit um, and live in. And that's really important to this council. So there's a lot of focus on this particular long-term plan about how we revitalise, how we revitalise the um, um, area, and uh, that, that's pretty important to a number of us. So we want people to talk about what we do behind the back of the new theatre. Do we open up the back of the museum so that it faces the river and that you can get in both ways? Those kind of things. 
In amongst all that, though, you've got to take into account uh, people's more prosaic sort of concerns, don't you? Because mm-hmm. yeah. m- most people are really just uh, not thinking about those bigger projects necessarily, but the stuff that affects them on a daily basis. So for them, to, for them to understand that that's part of the mix as well must be a hard task. Yes, that's right. I mean, how do you make um, sewerage, road, pipes, base, basic infrastructure exciting? But I think you can still tell people the story of what we actually do and why this is fundamental to keeping our city thriving and growing. For example, why auto services are one-third of our rates component. And that, that will surprise people. Now, on the back of your rates uh, bill, you do have a line that shows what it costs you because, of course, Hamilton is not in a metered situation, but it does show you um, how we calculate the water. Uh, and that's so that's clean drinking water, which, thankfully, Hamilton does not have much of a problem with at the moment because we have very good uh, water treatment. But eventually we're going to grow too big just for one water treatment station, right? So we're going to have to plan for another wastewater, and that's what happens with anything that goes down the sink or a pipe or, and even stormwater. Stormwater is anything that rushes off uh, down the uh, gutters into, of course, the rivers. And the government has um, put a high bar now after Havelock North where they had that unfortunate incident of poisoning people, uh, etc. But that's not the only place in the country that's had that. No, Wellington's um, a good example of an infrastructure that's gone bad, isn't it? It, it is, exactly. And so, you know, providing a growing city with water supplies is not cheap. Water technology is not cheap. But we can't walk away from that. We have to do it. And Hamilton wants to make sure that we're good at what we do. We already do good quality drinking water. We must do more about our stormwater so that the heavy metals that come off our vehicles and anything else that goes into the street um, doesn't go back into the river in that way. Um, And we keep our river clean into the future. After all, we all love to get on that river and look at that river. we need to make sure that businesses treat their water appropriately before they put their, their water back in the river and all those kinds of things. Mm. I don't know how you make that exciting, but I think you've got to do your very best to make it transparent. Cities Not, provide water services. Cities must pay for them. You've got to keep uh, impressing on people how important it is, even if it isn't all that exciting, as you say. Um, Paula, just wondered about uh, what the time frame is with the long-term plan now that you, you've got it out, you're looking for feedback. So what is, uh, can you step me through what the, what the process is from here yeah. going through the next six yeah. months? Well, that's right. We don't have it out in public hands at the moment, although we approved the draft. All right, sorry, I'm with. jumping the gun a wee bit. <laughs> Yeah, so no, no, not much though. Uh, at the moment, we're just working on all the communications and the final wording of the doc of the consultation document, and that will be approved in the first week of February by councillors. Uh, just the wording of it, nothing. The, the decisions that populate it are all in there, and then that will go to the public. Um, you, through all the traditional sources, there'll be some media stories, libraries, online uh, surveys, etc. But we're trying to be as um, uh, modern as possible too. We'll have neighbourhood events with, with iPads, etc. So people can go on and listen to a presentation and potentially do their submission right there and then, write their ideas on an iPad. I mean, you can do that at the home show to enter a competition, can't you? <laughs> so you can now do that to um, make your thoughts known to council. We'll be working especially with youth. We've got a number of schools really, really keen to come in um, have ex- an experience at council, student leaders, and at the end of that, to draft some submissions 
Municipal Council's consideration, so that's um, very good. We'll be um, working out how we reach our ageing population to understand how things have changed. Uh, and then, of course, we work with EWI. We have a joint um, governance agreement with EWI uh, as part of our obligations under the Treaty of Waitangi. So we'll be talking with our EWI partners too about their views on the LTP and how potentially can we work together on some very significant and exciting projects. Gee, there's a lot to get done, and that makes me mindful of the fact that uh, in less than two years you're going to the polls again for the next uh, local body elections. Is three oh, years yes. too quick? <laughs> like, you've only had it just over a year in the job already, and yet, um, you know, there's so much to get done. There's so much of, that you've got to do to make an impact in that time. Uh, are you a person who backs the idea of perhaps a four-year term for both the central and local government? Absolutely. In fact, Hamilton led their remit to local government, um, along with others, with a lot of interest at local government conference. The remit was passed, which means that now the local government organisation needs to talk with government and help about how we go forward and see if they can uh, enact that. Um, we've not suggested it for this term, of course. That would be potentially a little self-serving, but in future um, future campaigns to go to four years. And, you know, look, if I'm being naughty about it, I would say year one, you know, especially when you've got new councillors, no matter how clever they are, they're all in a new system, learning what annual plans are, what long-term plans are, how the committee structure works what they can do and what they can't do to make decisions. So they get in that and they learn very quickly over the first year. Second year, you know, you usually hit a biggie like the long-term plan as we have now and that's your first time through all of that. Year three, we're all competitors again because, you know, to be to be real, we don't know, um, I don't know, my colleagues' aspirations. Um, uh, you know, I haven't really thought that far ahead because I'm too busy, but we do know that um, but we get more political contest on year three and so that's a less of a productive year in my view in that way but again it is a really good year because it um, puts all those political issues in front of the public so you could sort of see it a little bit both ways but I do think if it were four years it would be useful because that means that councillors would go through an iteration twice so they might do long-term plan year two and four uh, and start working on it. So you'd get more continuation of ideas and more depth of knowledge. It'll be interesting to see uh, how much uh, traction the the idea gets uh, in the coming years. But uh, for, from what you've uh, outlined so far anyway, it seems that uh, you know 2021 is the year when you've got to get a lot done as, for, in terms, as far as uh, this particular term of local council is concerned. Yes, absolutely. And just mention, mention, keep it front of people's minds that we yeah. passed that the next elections would be STV, so people will not be uh, running first past the post. And, of course, that will change some of the outcomes here and there. Don't start talking politics yet. There's too much to get your <laughs> head around. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, look, it's a big surprise to me, um, given the COVID year was particularly unique. Here I am, and like you say, I'm at the end, gone past the end of my first year, you know, approaching in the next few months, halfway through my term. I've been so, so very busy and involved in so much different sort of work. It's been fantastic. But to think that, you know, yep, here we are and we're heading towards another election. It's like, oh, oh, I'd rather not. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather just get on exactly. with business. <laughs> a, a topic for another time, I think. Paula, thanks for your time Absolutely. this morning. It's been a real pleasure to have you on the show and uh, we look forward to the next chat. Thank you very much. Thanks All a right. lot.
Paula Bye. Southgate, uh, Hamilton Mayor there. Uh, we have a regular update with her every month. Kelly will be in touch with her again uh, going into February. It's 23 and a half past eight now. For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.